We've all got questions about the Bible and Christianity. Some of us are Christians and want to know how best to live for God and show our love for Him. Some of us are curious about what it means to follow Jesus. And some of us are skeptical of the idea of religion in general. Whatever your background, we invite you into these conversations that strive to take an honest look at what the Bible has to say on a wide variety of subjects. Each week, we will discuss questions that have been sent in from all around the world and try to find truth and practical application in God's Word. If you have any questions or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. Question today, Dan, is quite interesting. Uh, it's not a subject we talk about very often, okay. which makes me excited to talk about it, obviously. Uh, but here's the question. I'll just read it. That way I make sure and get their words right. Do the devil and the other demons act as independent beings in today's world? Okay. Um, I guess the short answer, in my view, is yes. Okay. Uh, the, um, the question seems to have behind it maybe... And I, if, I apologize if I'm wrong about this, but there seems to be a number of people that teach that sort of a that was then and this is now philosophy about mm-hmm. uh, the demons and their power and the devil and his work and also about God and his power. That yep. was then and things could happen then. This is now. Things can't happen now. Right. Um, I don't know that the Bible supports that. You certainly see in the Gospels, you know, Jesus confronting Satan, casting out the demons, and uh, you have the Gadarene demoniac in Mark 5, and you've got uh, all kinds of different ones where evil spirits were cast out. But then, you know, Jesus died on the cross, and he Mm -hmm. rose from the dead. And Revelation 12 that we've looked at before, Mm -hmm. verse 7 and following, says that there was a war in heaven. Yeah. And that was after the death and resurrection of Jesus. Read 7 through uh, 9 there. Okay. Uh, Revelation 12, starting in verse 7. Now war arose in heaven, Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was defeated, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent who is called the devil. And Satan, the deceiver of the whole world, he was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. All right. And if you go down to... Where where are we at here? Okay. If you go down to um, the end of this... Paragraph here, go down to whatever verse that is. Verse 12? Yeah, yours is so tiny, I don't know how you (laughs) see it. (laughs) Therefore rejoice, O heaven, and you who dwell in them. But woe to you, O earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath, because he knows that his time is short. And then go to verse 17 in Revelation 12. And then the dragon became furious with the woman and went off to make war with the rest of her offspring on those who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. That sounds like me and you. It sure does. Okay, so according to Revelation twelve seventeen, the devil is at war with us. And this sounds like he's prosecuting that war um, with vigor. Mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> Pardon me. It's all right. Now, some people say that... Um, that the devil was bound in Revelation 20, and that kind of took away his power. Actually, Revelation 20 is talking about immediately following the destruction of the Roman Empire and the end of the great Roman persecution. Mm. Then 
the devil was bound and the sense in the context of Revelation in which he was bound seems to be that he was not allowed to unleash a worldwide persecution like that anymore against God's people right. during this symbolic thousand year period. But hmm. let's consider some things we have in the book of Acts. <clears throat> After Jesus was uh, died and was raised from the dead, yeah. we have, for example, in Acts chapter 16, mm-hmm. We have the woman that was possessed of a demon and was yep. telling the future by the power of the demon. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> and and Paul, Paul cast that demon out, and it ended up making this woman unable to foretell the future because yeah. she didn't have the demon working in her anymore, and Paul was put in prison. Mm-hmm. So there's a post-death and resurrection um, <clears throat> indication of the of the working and the power of of satan right we've got in the book of acts the story of the uh seven sons of Sceva, where uh, they're cast out and i'm always having trouble finding that i don't know why but <clears throat> these guys that Which were chapter? that's Part? what i'm i'm oh, having God. a senior moment here <laughs> but uh some of you out there will already knows where it is, but it's another example of I'll look it up in a little of uh, the the devil uh, having uh, obvious power and exerting that power after the death and resurrection of Jesus. Um, <clears throat> when you go to one Thessalonians, First Thessalonians, mm-hmm. uh, chapter two, Paul was trying very hard to um, get to this weak struggling group of Christians, the Thessalonians, Mm -hmm. and somewhere down about verse 17 or 18, read what it says there. Uh, 2.17, but since we were torn away from you, brothers, for a short time, in person, not in heart, we endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face, because we wanted to come to you, I, Paul, again, but Satan hindered us. All right, so this, this group of Christians being persecuted, they need encouragement very much, and Paul needs to get to them to encourage them, but Satan blocks him. Satan makes it impossible for him to get there. Mm -hmm. Now, what did Satan do? How did he do that? I don't know, but Satan hindered him. He did it. Yeah. And then in 2 Cor, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, Mm -hmm. Paul had these great visions of paradise and the third heaven, and if you drop down to verse 7 and 8, yeah. What does he say? <clears throat> so to keep me from being too elated by the surpass- surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given to me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from being too elated. And three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. All right, so Satan did something physical to Paul. Hmm. And Paul and God allowed that so that Paul wouldn't be proud or puffed up over the great vision. So Satan struck him sort of like he did Job back in the book of Job. I was going to say, there's all sorts of weeds to get in, but I'm going to try to 
let us stay on track on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are, and I'm trying to stay this side of the cross because a sure. lot of people think since Jesus died and rose again, mm-hmm. Satan was neutered and now he can't do anything. Right. But really that isn't what the scriptures seem to teach. Yeah. And uh, in the book of Ephesians, in mm-hmm. 6.12, which everybody is familiar with that passage, our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Yep. But... See, and rem- mm-hmm. see that part really, again, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the principalities, the mm-hmm. powers, the world rulers of this darkness, the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly realms. Yeah, and it's very, <coughs> it's continuing language. There's nothing in there that says, and that's going to stop when no. we finish writing these letters. No, and in <laughs> 1 Peter chapter okay. 5, this is going to be huge. 1 Peter chapter 5. <laughs> You're just wanting to see how much I can flip back and forth in my little small text. Verses 8 and 9. 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary the devil prowls around, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. <clears throat> Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kind of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. All right, so Satan is trying to devour us like a ravaging lion. And anybody in that time that was familiar with a mad lion would take Satan... Mm-hmm. Very serious. Sure, yeah. Um, go to First Timothy chapter four and verse <clears throat> one. Satan also uh, works, and his demons work through uh, campaigns of deception. Mm-hmm. Read there for us. Now the Spirit expressly says that in later times some will depart from faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons. Through the insincerity of liars whose consciences are seared, who forbid marriage and require abstinence from food that God created to be received through thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. All right. Deceitful spirits, doctrines of demons. So there are evil spirits that are working to deceive people and to misinform people and Mm. to derail people from... The truth and the demons are promulgating these teachings that would keep us away from God. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so um, we know that Satan has ministers. Uh, if you go to Second Corinthians chapter eleven, Second Corinthians right. chapter eleven. <clears throat> go down here. Paul was talking about some of his opponents that were. Uh, trying to turn the heads of the people at Corinth, but look Mm -hmm. at verse 13 through 15. Okay. That says, For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. So we've got Satan, who disguises himself as an angel of light. Mm -hmm. And the word for servants there is the same word as the word ministers. Mm -hmm. So his servants or his ministers disguise themselves as ministers of righteousness. So one of the ways that Satan is actively working 
is by trying to come across as a Christian minister of some kind and deceive people. Now, I have to say, growing up in a fairly conservative, well, a very conservative Mm -hmm. Church of Christ, Mm -hmm. uh, even at that time, we didn't talk about this. Like, even when you read those, it was a lot of that feeling of, but that was then, that was Bible times, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of put it in a shelf. Mm -hmm. And you would still say things like, you know, uh, protect us when you would pray, or you would say, keep us from sin. Mm -hmm. But there was never this idea that there might be demons like acting in the world around us. Well, and you know, you've got uh, uh, Hebrews 13, 2. Don't forget to show love unto strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Mm -hmm. And you've got Hebrews 1, 14. Are the angels not all ministering spirits sent forth to do service for the sake of them that shall inherit salvation? So yeah. the angels are out there working among men and serving people. Yeah. And do and you believe the devil's angels are doing the same yeah. thing? And a lot of people <clears> read <throat> those. <throat> and when they're reading it, they think, well, that's that's figurative. They're, mm. they're figuratively talking about like good people are like angels. No, no. But... Yeah, you read these verses, and I'd encourage you go. You know, this is one of those that I would encourage you to listen to again. Read through these scriptures. There's not in the context really any indication that it's talking figuratively. No, we're talking about actual angels. Yeah, the the apostles were like, no, these are real things. Right. Right. Most of them had encountered them. Mm-hmm. You know, so. and and God uses angels sometimes to punish. Uh, like in the Exodus, he used the destroyer. Mm-hmm. The destroyer is also in the book of Revelation, in Revelation chapter 9 and Revelation chapter 20. He's called Abaddon. He's God's avenging angel that meets out judgment against people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, both angels and demons, according to Scripture, are active and the only way we can stand against the Satan and his demonic powers is through the power of Christ. Mm. Um, the Bible says that Jesus is the head of all principalities and powers. Uh, a couple of passages real quickly. Go to mm-hmm. Ephesians 1. We don't want to make this too long. Ephesians 1, starting okay. in verse 19. Okay, it says, And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places? All right, now see, he seated him, Jesus, at his right hand in the heavenly places. Keep Mm -hmm. going. And it says, Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is to be named, not only in this age, but the one that is to come. All right, those words, rule, authority, power, dominion, those words in Paul mean demons. Mm -hmm. Those are the demons. Those are the same words used in 6.12 where he says, Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. And notice he says, And above every name that is named. Mm -hmm. So he's talking about pagans who name the names of those demons and invoke the names of those demons. And those demons work on behalf of those pagans, but Christ is above all those demons. And verse 19 says he uses his power over all those for those that believe. 
Yeah. And then if you look at 122, talking about all these demons, God has placed all things, including these demons, under his feet. Yeah. And gave him, Jesus, to be head over all things mm-hmm. to or for the church. How does Jesus use his power over those demons? For the church. Yeah. Which is his body. Right. So <clears throat> if they weren't active, why would that be yeah. a powerful thing to say to the And And I have there? to say, the, the <clears throat> more I hear from people in other cultures and other parts of the world, mm-hmm. the more I realize this type of question is a very Western question. It we, is. We have compartmentalized and scientifically explained away so many things, you know. Try to. Yeah, try to in many cases. But it's like, talk to somebody from deep South America or yep. from India or Africa in various places. and There's no doubt in their mind that there's demons. No, you'll hear them talk about... Because I remember those missionaries would come and I would feel very uncomfortable hearing them talk because yep. they would talk about, you know, we had a demon afflicting us and we had this yep. coming after us. And... <clears throat> And I was thinking from an American standpoint, all right, that's a little too spiritual for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Well, I have a, a, a friend, it's a student, that his sister is actually a voodoo priestess. Mm. He can tell you some interesting things. I bet. <laughs> I bet. <clears throat> but that's where it seems so plain. I mean, obviously, as you're listening, and like I said, I encourage you to go back through these. It's something that is throughout the Bible. It's not a little segmented spot where that one writer wrote something once. Yeah. It's it's plain through every writer that and they were going, you need the spiritual power to fight spiritual forces. That's right. And, and God did not go on a vacation after the first century. <laughs> and the devil did not go on a vacation after the first century. He went away to make war. Mm-hmm. On those that keep the commandments of God and hold the testimony of Jesus. Yeah. And it'll happen till the end. That's right. He's going to try to get as many as he can. Yep. I mean, we always use that terminology with Christ. We're like to reach as many as possible and try to take as many of us with, you know, to, with us to heaven as possible. But that just means the flip side is also true. Yep. The devil and his demons are trying to take as many with them as possible. That's exactly right. And he's using every means possible, including podcasts. So oh. that's why we're using podcasts to fight back against him. Sure. Yeah. And the internet and public speaking and house to house. Because, yeah. I mean, good and bad comes from everywhere. and That's right. Like we say, this one especially, I'm sure there are some people out there that are very uncomfortable hearing all of this because it's not our norm to talk about, mm-hmm. especially in the Church of Christ background. Mm-hmm. Um, so please read through, study this stuff. And we welcome questions. Dan, I'm looking at my list of questions. We have a couple others that are related to the devil and stuff. So this We might do another little follow-up on it. Yeah. It's, it's not something that one person was asking about. We've gotten several questions on this one. and So we may be back to this one. So send us your follow-ups. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you. See y'all. Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.